1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall
2: guy? That's
3: what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to
3: make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read at PG
1: 13. That's Radio. America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing.
0: You know how fast you were going.
1: Industry news, trends, the people involved.
0: I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Teemath. This is Kelly Smith.
1: This is Travis Pastrana. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now Pit Pass
0: Radio. Hello again, everybody.
1: It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. It's a big program on tap for you this week. A lot of great guests. Before we get to the guests, I'm Scott Casper for Tony Wink, Roman Avila, PJ Duran at Kula Camp in our studios in Advanced North Carolina. Our contributors include Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson. Our producers this week, as always, the dynamic duo of Jack and Leanne de Leon. Let's go to the uh, the breaking news as we speak. We start with PJ Duran. PJ?
0: In the world of MotoGP, Pedrosa, not altogether surprising, announces Danny Pedrosa announces his retirement. Who
1: really expected that? We're talking Talking yeah, about that over the last absolutely, couple
0: of weeks. he uh, his seat has been taken at HRC, the factory Honda team, by one uh, Jorge Lorenzo nice. for the year 2019. Danny uh, has decided to hang it up. Uh, unfortunately for him, that's a very long career without a title. So that is unfortunately what he's going to be remembered for. But he had a lot of good seasons, a lot of good races. But he was always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But,
1: but again, really never unexpected. I mean, we we kind of knew it was coming.
0: No, we absolutely did, and more. Not in the unsurprising news of MotoGP, Mark Marquez gathered his ninth pole position in the Saxon ring, at the Saxon Ring and his ninth win in a row at the Saxon Ring. The guy is on fire. If you go to Saxon Ring, just Mark Marquez will be Didn't the guy did I that hear wins you it.
3: say he's due for a loss?
0: I thought he would be, ah. and I was <laughs> I was very, very wrong. He, wow. he, he came through in qualifying uh, like a bull. I love it. And absolutely walked away with it, although Rossi gave him a good run for it as well as the maverick vinales the yamaha guys were right behind marquez but it's it's his racetrack his name is all over it now
1: Here are two breaking news points you made them and made it well sir let's go to our own roman avila roman your breaking news
4: well it's not so much breaking but it's a great return this weekend for motocross after the week off we're going to head back up to Milva, minnesota right uh great place there um a lot of our hometown favorites are race uh alex martin will be there for sure and wants wow. to make a triumphant push into the points um when you get up his... there make sure his cell phone works we're not clear <laughs> that it works <laughs> it's his home track and uh, a couple of years ago i think they did redo some uh cell tower stuff I so think that they, did, they, yeah. they could have that it's um, better than
3: he used to be at millville for sure
4: oh yeah um and then we're going to hopefully talk to him here shortly but marvin Mooskin coming off of a great weekend uh, we're going to talk to him but does he pull this confidence level of these last two wins off into i don't know how he could spring creek yeah i don't know how he could
1: marvin's just that confident let's go to tony wink for the introduction tony top uh, bottom the to top who do we have on the program
3: yeah we're going to talk to really fast road racer cameron peterson who's racing uh, for danny walker's team the genuine broster chicken honda team and also we're going to talk to john ulrich who's from road racing world of course he he needs very little introduction john ulrich has been Instrumental and truly a pillar in the the road racing community and the motorcycle right. industry. So we'll have John Oler on. We had his son Chris on um, last week. week. Yeah, that was
1: like an appetizer. You know, as good as it was, it was like <laughs> an appetizer compared to John because John just lays it all out there.
3: So Tanner Dean got a got a win in the singles class American Fly Track at Weed Sport Raceway, and we're going to talk to Tanner Dean. I don't know if we've had Tanner on. before. I don't think so. Yep. So and then uh, we've got Austin Fortner who is. Uh oh, last two races he's been in the lead and has he been taken out, hit the dirt, didn't win and uh, Austin's due for a win I think so we talked about
1: we're going to vote on his behalf.
3: <laughs> I right? think he'll be he'll be fine. We'll get to talk about his his uh, new haircut that Bloss and the rest of them gave him <laughs> a while wait. back. And then uh, Moose Kane is actually on the phone. He's ready to talk to us 450 yeah. Pro Motocross champion or excuse me, champion to be 450 Pro Motocross rider Red Bull KTM and uh, he is carrying the red number number plate with five races Remaining and I'm excited to talk to Marvin.
1: Marvin, you're heading to this weekend's Pro National at Spring Creek with the uh, red number plate. How does that feel for you?
2: Well, that's amazing. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's a goal, and um, yeah, just gotta keep uh, keep on pushing and keep on focus on myself, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be good.
3: Marvin, your consistency is key in this championship, and uh, we've seen a lot of ups and downs from the other guys. And, um, when you're not the fastest guy on the track, you still manage to put it together. And it reminds me of a guy that, uh, recently retired. That was your teammate. Number five. Number five. And, um, I really am, is I'm excited for you as a racer to, uh, to see you come into your own in the 450 class and, and you finally, uh, you're up there and you have the red number one plate and I'm sure Tomac and, and some others would like to take it away from you, but. What's the game plan? Do you have to win every single weekend now? Do you feel any kind of extra pressure on your shoulders that you're like, man, I gotta, I gotta do this, or is it just business as usual?
2: No, business as usual. I feel like uh, it's been um, um, a good season, and uh, yeah, my worst uh, place right now is uh, is the first place at that click in the first model when I went down uh, in the first lap. So when I see uh, what happened last year and I had a couple of DNFs and uh, problems and, and crashes and came up short in the championship. You know, uh, like you said, uh, a guy like Ryan he's been super consistent and I've been, uh, you know, his teammates for many, many years and I've been trying to learn from him. And, uh, this year has been, has been awesome being consistent. Obviously I want to win for sure, but it's been, um, it's been tough. And since the high point, I've been feeling a lot better. And, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of the championship.
4: Marvin, and you just briefly talked about it, but I'm pretty sure you didn't think that you're going to win the weekend at Redbud after that first turn.
2: Yeah, not at all. I mean, it's amazing to. Uh, I, I was sitting on the podium, and I mean, obviously. Even after the second model uh, when when I got second place uh, I definitely had a shot of winning the overall at the end of the day but um to yeah to get it done i was uh, i was amazed and it was uh, pretty unreal so uh, yeah I just gotta give it give it my best every time and then give up and uh
3: and see what happens. looking at the results you um Uh, coming in you you got second a number of times behind tomac um that's got a wear on a guy and then uh, all of a sudden here you are at the red number one plate and you you got it done in southwick and then obviously tomac had some bad luck and uh at at redbud but um man i really think that's a a testimony to you as a racer that you can uh you can continue to plug away and 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 uh work as hard as you do does it wear on you though when you when you give it your all and you don't have anything for the guy
2: um you know this is racing um at the end of the day uh if i give my best uh, that's all i could ask for and you know there's uh other competitors and um and i mean in in any sport you know it you give your best and then sometimes you, yeah, you get, you get second. So, you know, it's, um, yeah, it, it can be hard, but look, it, it's not like I never, never won a race. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I w- would always get second my whole life, it, it would be a uh, uh, tough, but That'd be different. I, I was able, I was able to, to get some motor wins and now two overalls in a row. So, uh, I mean, and I get to do, uh, to do, you know, the riding my dirt bike stuff. For a living, and uh, I know it's it's a difficult sport, but man, if you, if you look back at it, I mean, even if you if you get second, you want to be the the number one. But sometimes, you know, you when you give your best, like I said, and uh, yeah, battle it hard, and still get second. It's, it's hard, but it's still a good
1: result. <laughs> We're talking with Marvin Muskin, 450 Pro Motocross Star, Red Bull KTM hashtag No Filter. Let's go to uh, back to Tony Wink. Tony, this is one of your favorite riders, hands down, over the last ten years. Consistency, you nailed it. I think, in your estimation, of what is the reason behind his success? I think it is consistency. I've seen it, you've seen it, we talked about it. But Marvin, where does it come from? I mean, do you are you coached uh, by by somebody in particular? Do you have a mentor that you you sit with and talk? to about it? Do you dwell on it? Is it somebody in your life that said, hey, you know what, just get out there and give it your best?
2: No, like, uh, like we just said, I mean, um, it's funny you talk about Ryan Dungy, you know, he's been uh, uh, the number one of our sport for the last few years, and he's been my teammate and, and a friend, and um, I've learned a lot from him, and... Um, yeah, last year I was definitely trying to, to be consistent, it didn't happen, this year it's a lot better, so I just wanted to improve year after year, and uh, I've been training really hard, i have a great trainer, Alvin Baker, and uh, we put in some you know really good work during the week, and it's paying off during the weekend, I'll be able to be uh, very aggressive and very consistent, like we said, but build up a really good endurance and being able to, to fight hard for two long miles, And you know, that's, that's what I want to, I want to see at the end of the day.
4: Marvin, I, I got to believe that Alden has definitely helped you with that confidence. Alden Baker. Alden Baker. Yes. Um, but the confidence that you've created for yourself these last couple of weeks, I got to believe that going into Millville, that's got to give you a little bit extra Extra push, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's so awesome to see your bike with the <laughs> red background. It's uh, it, that that's what you work for, and um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to get to Millville and and, and see my bike with the the red plates. Uh, it's gonna look good, first of all, and um, right. and yeah, I just wanted to keep it uh, for the rest of the year. It, it's gonna be a, a hard battle, and I know that, and I'm and definitely ready for it.
1: PJ, I think the red plate should go away. It should be a white plate, black numbers. Everybody else should be black plate, white numbers. Here's why. White plate, good guy. Good guy always wins.
0: <laughs> yeah, red's easier to pick up when okay. they're, when they're flying right. by. I think well, it's something we'll like the, the motivation. Uh, Marvin, I've always been curious. Uh, as Over the past uh, number of seasons, every year we seem to have, uh, with a few exceptions, more specialization within the motocross slash supercross world. Are you committed for the, as long as your future, as far out as you at least are looking right now, that you want to run both of these series? Uh, because we have seen some people uh, begin to specialize in one or the other or have a favorite. Or are you? Do you like the the racing year round program?
2: No, it's awesome, and that's, that's why uh, I'm here in the, in America. It's to be able to raise the the biggest uh, supercross championship. And then the motocross championship. I mean, that's the only place on earth you can do that. Um, there is other uh, small supercross championship like in France or Europe, but definitely not the same as
3: America.
2: Uh, right. So uh, I uh, always uh, dreamed of uh, racing here and uh, being able to do both championship is uh, is awesome. Um, you get to yeah race and train supercross and and then you move on to the outdoors and and then you know but because other
1: the year
3: so it goes by pretty quick for sure and non-stop tony you uh you, motocross the nations at red bud this year um he won red bud you live here I, you're i gotta believe you're gonna be picked for motocross the nations if, if he's when, not
1: something's wrong with yeah. the process I, I can imagine what's
3: happening with that anything um well
2: i I've seen uh Pascal Field, the team manager of the same team at uh, red bud uh, this, uh, last weekend so uh, he came over and we spent some time during the weekend and to talk about Marcos of Nations and Do me a favor. You really you good.
1: broke up there, Marvin. Repeat that sentence from the beginning. Yeah, Roger came over and talked to you.
2: No, I said uh Pascal Fino, he's uh he's the the team French team manager. Uh he works at the French uh, uh-huh. team manager and uh, he came over to check out, you know, Red Bird and talk to me and, and Dylan as well and, uh, you know, spend some time with us and, and see see
4: how we're doing. And, uh, yeah, maybe look for more nation. So, hmm. Marvin, I got to ask, Dylan kind of seems to be pretty hot right now. I would say he'd have to be a lock, as I would say you're a lock. Um, So who's it come down to? Does Is it Paul-Ann? Is it favor who is it
2: yeah for sure uh, for sure on the 250 like you said dylan has been riding really well here in the u.s and uh, unfortunately right now in, uh, in the uh, world championship uh, uh we don't have a really good french rider that there is a long you know, a lot of young coming up riders but they're racing the, the european championship so definitely dylan is the guy on 250 and and um and now he knows um you know, the racing in the U.S., and especially racing at Red Bull. So that would be nice. And uh, and then on the four fifty six, class, I mean, we know, uh you, and Roman Favre, and the two riders uh, picked for Mothers of Nations, and, and they won a few times. So it's always hard to, uh, you know, compare the, the two championships and, and then to me. So, yeah, it's going to be... Uh, between them and me, for sure. Well, Tony, so, uh, we never well, yeah.
1: on, on the other hand, uh, the the French did win the World Cup. I mean, they set the that world too. on fire by that winning too. the World Cup over England, right? Uh, Croatia, uh, beat over Croatia. Croatia. I'm sorry, not England. So You're it's right. pretty related. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm saying they're on a they're on a championship streak, right? Oh, now. Oh, I get it. Yeah, the whole country.
3: Yeah, and uh,
2: <laughs> it's, it's funny. I have a little story about uh, about Roger the and myself. You know, uh, it was uh, I think the. Yeah the semi final uh between France and Belgium and Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously Roger was pretty confident but France won over, L- L- over Belgium and uh,
4: Did you guys have a little wager on that or what?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean he's, uh we we have talked we talk we've, talk, we've talk about it and uh but yeah, France won and uh hopefully we we'll do the same to Roger and in Redbud. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Hold hey, wait on a now, minute, Marvin. Yeah, oh. come on now. Let's 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 not be real mean about this. Mark the tape, Jack. Actually,
3: if we have to lose, if we be in the United States, if right. the United States has to lose, I guess it'd be at least somebody that we're a fan to, like Marvin, right? Right. So yeah.
4: <laughs> well, and you guys yeah. are def- defending champions, right? Still. Yes. Yeah, yeah so i mean that kind of yeah but let's go back to the war days french oh uh, that's could, not you know the what french could that's not, not before even before my time not even <laughs> before all of our time yeah
3: <laughs> no. marvin i think it's great and, and uh we're fans we're fans and, and you know Big that fans. and we appreciate you and your wife always being available to uh great to uh when we want to want to get you guys on or get you on and, and tell her we said thanks okay
4: appreciate it yeah thank you so much no.
0: good luck in your run to the title yeah, thank you, guys.
3: Marvin, we have one, uh, just
1: one sentence left for you. Ready for it? Yep. Vive la France. Yep. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> yeah, merci beaucoup. We, oui, we. Oui. <laughs> Thanks, Marvin.
2: Bye, bye. All right,
1: quick time out on the uh, on the program. Want to thank uh, our good friends at Fly Fly Racing. You know, their first uh, thing that they did that really set the world on fire was creating that true lightweight race wear. And they brought that to the market, the original gear line, to find the minimalist lightweight category. But when you're first, you have to stay on the gas, and Fly continues to develop and improve this premium gear with the addition of the Boa system. This revolutionary waist adjustment system offers fast and on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly dialed-in fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit FlyRacing.com for more details.
0: This is Davey Coombs, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform, or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pickpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.